Hey, my name is Gwenda. I'm Tatiana. And we are super excited to be here to launch our podcast, GNT Conversations. Today is International Podcast Day, so there's no better time to launch. And this episode is an introduction for you all. So we will share a bit of the structure, uh, what you can expect in the upcoming episodes. And also we have 10 very interesting questions that we'll answer for you so you get to know us a little more. From now on, you're going to get new episodes from GNT Conversations every Friday. We're going to do a bit of a catch up. We're going to share with you our favorites of the week and our goal of the week. We love to set goals, so you got to be a part of it. And the main topic will be uh, things that are very close to our hearts, like feminism, books, football, our life in Mumbai, as well as life in general in India versus Germany, all those fantastic things. Exactly. Super, super excited, super, super pumped. And I'm sure like some of you will be wondering, why the heck are we starting a podcast? Not just because we love talking and having these conversations, but also we really bring a unique perspective, given that we are both Germans in our 30s living in Bombay in India for like 10 years both of us and that obviously brings a lot of um, interesting stories that um, we will share with you in the next upcoming episodes both for like our listeners from Germany and abroad who want to understand a little more like what it is like to live in India to live in Bombay as a foreigner but also for all our Mumbai friends who always ask us if you can live anywhere in the world why would you choose Mumbai why would you want to settle here like create your life here. So that's the reason why we started this podcast and we hope you will enjoy it. So definitely make sure to follow us on social media as well. You can find our episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and you can follow us on Instagram at GT Conversations. And then obviously like our personal handles, which is um, at Gwenda Schobert and uh, Tatiana is at craving underscore expat underscore life. We will also share these in our show notes. Let's get to the juicy part of the podcast right now. Here are 10 questions and our answers for you so that you get to know us a little better. First question, where did you grow up? What did you study and what brought you to Mumbai? Tell us, Tatiana. So I was born as both of us actually uh, in Germany. Specifically, I lived most of my young life in Berlin. Uh, then I moved for my studies to the Netherlands to study hospitality management worked a bit in England, Switzerland, and then in Dubai, where I met my husband. Yeah. And uh, he's the one who basically then, he's in your Chinese, he brought me to uh, Mumbai eventually. And so since the last 10 years, I've been in uh, Mumbai and in Goa. So that's sort of 10 years in India. Wow. How about you? So for me, I didn't grow up in the capital. I actually come from a small town in Northern Germany. So I always knew that I wanted to like, go out to study like for example we don't even have colleges in in Fjärden. um so after uh, my schooling I did my college in Germany in Göttingen as well as Singapore um so I studied something called interdisciplinary Indian studies and you must be wondering why India <laughs> was on on the radar for me that time so after my 12th standard I did like one gap year um, and I did like a volunteer program in South India. And um, that's why I studied gender studies, political science, economics, everything with a South Asia focus. Then moved to Bombay in 2014 um, and just fell in love with the city on, on day one. 
I have been here ever since. <clears throat> I have been here ever since. Exactly. Next one is also very interesting. What do you love about Mumbai and what are your favorite places or what is your favorite place in Mumbai and why? So I have to say, so we get a lot of questions from people, especially outside India, who are like, why would you move here? It's so crazy in a way. I have to say, I really love the craziness of the city, but I also love how there is space in the city for peace and calm in a way so you obviously yoga is something that is very indian and you have the yoga institute here you have yoga houses etc i do yoga um, at a home here with my instructor but also for instance you know that of me i love the taj mahal tea house <laughs> i knew it. i actually i was just thinking i should have answered that question first and i should have picked taj my tea house <laughs> no 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 i'm claiming that for myself <laughs> Um, I absolutely adore that place. It's a, it's such a peaceful. You walk into that house, and it's like a home. Uh, basically, you come into somebody's home with all those small little areas and seating mm. arrangements, etc. And you can have fantastic chai there, just very different types of chai, and very good food also. I go there to either just sit by myself, read, work, or I meet Gwenda or whoever <laughs> that go with my family. Yes. But it's a terrific place to really chill out and calm down so those places and the craziness the opportunities that Mumbai has I think is fantastic I, I totally agree and like I also I wrote down actually it's a very cliche thing but I do love the hustle and bustle of the city and yes. um, I always say this thing that um, like if you love Mumbai the city loves you back yes I, I totally believe in that yes like it, it, it can be a challenging city definitely for like people moving from outside India as well as people from within India moving uh, to Bombay. It is a very overwhelming city sometimes. And yes, it's, it can be struggling, uh, like challenging and, and, and a struggling start in the city. But I think once you give your heart to the city, like you really like um, have so many opportunities. I really love the attitude of people, the vibe of the city. Everything is possible, even the impossible. I think from, for people from outside India, what you have to know is that uh, Mumbai is a bit considered the uh, economic capital of the of the country. And so a lot of people come here to make it uh, and to get yeah. jobs and to come here to hustle. But it also comes with basically the idea of work hard, party hard. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I don't know, like a lot of people compared to like the New York and yeah. and, and stuff like that. Agreed. Never been to the US. I'll, I'll, let, I'll, let you, I'll let you know when I when I go to New York. That's if, what if, people say. <laughs> if New York is as cool as Mumbai, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how did we meet? So that was a, that's a very, very interesting uh, story, actually. We had a common friend who said to us, each of us at that point, that we really should meet. <laughs> but she also said that uh, to each of us that the other one is a German. And we were not keen on meeting each other. We were I think not keen on We were really trying. Like, I, th I remember that like she told me that I, I, whatever, like she wanted me to meet you. It's like, yeah, why don't you meet this other German? I was like, yeah, yeah I'm good. It's okay. <laughs> I have friends. I don't need any more friends. <laughs> um, but yeah, we did meet eventually. And in a Starbucks that is closed now. <laughs> yes, the famous Starbucks and BKC in the Citibank office uh, building. That's that's the special spot in Mumbai where we met. And I think like the moment we actually like met, like we just hit it off. Like we realized that despite both of us being German, we really like each other. And that's, that's, where, the, that's where the friendship started. But yeah, we, we are very different also. We have certain things in common. We have certain things that are not in common, but I think it really works. <laughs> it does, it does. <laughs> So tell me, what is your favorite quality 
stuff mean? Well, like one of your we, we prepared those questions together and I saw this coming. <laughs> Quick disclaimer, we actually don't know the answer to this. Like that, That's a good yeah. point. So I'm very curious. We but know the questions, we do not know the answers of the other person. So I have been thinking long about that because I love a lot of the, we wouldn't be Aww. that good friends, I think, for that long time. Uh, because maybe we should say that as well. The meeting, the first meeting was fairly soon after we got to Bombay, actually. Yeah. Um, it was 2015. So both of us had been like two years in Bombay, which is, yeah. you know, considering the time yeah, now, yeah. quite long. So yeah, it's obviously like we've been friends, so good friends for so long. And especially I was in between a go out, so long distance friendship, basically. It's a um, whole thing. Yeah. And um, I, what I think I came up with as a, the key thing is that I think you're really brave. And uh, as a, as a key Aww. thing, because... <laughs> Don't make me cry. Yeah. There's a you better have a good thing for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> editing my answer right now. We have to stop recording now. <laughs> No, because number one, you do stand up for the causes that you love and you do stand up for what you think is right, for what you think is fair, for what you think needs to happen or change. And a lot of times with no regard that brings you into the into any kind of danger or, or travel, you know, or potential travel. Yeah. Exactly. You starting your own business. We have spoken about that so often. That was not something that has happened to your family before. And with that braveness, not just for yourself, but also for the people around you, you're encouraging others to do the same and to just go for things and try them. And uh, I really love that. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh my God. <laughs> you should do this more often. Yeah. I feel like I'm like, Keep talking, keep if, talking. If you have friends, go out and tell them now what you love about them. <laughs> That's such a nice thing. Thank you. Wow. So obviously there are a million things that I love about you, but I think what really stands out for me is that you're always looking at the positive side of things. Sometimes you might have like a friend that you really love, but like he or she like always pulls you down with like yeah. negative talking, gossiping, always seeing like the things that don't work rather like for example yeah. when I share an idea with you you are excited you are thinking of all the possibilities yes there might be like a lot of challenges or like uh, struggles that come along with the idea but like you are like the hype person and I totally love that about you that's why I always come with all my ideas I always come to you um, and also like in like other social circumstances because we have also been like on boards together for yeah. example and like we have worked in, in a social setup together as well and I really like it makes a big difference if in a group there's someone who is looking at the bright side and I always, I remember like you have this thing that you say a lot of times in a situation if you don't like the situation either get out of the situation or change it yeah. like you have the power within you to like make things better and that's definitely something which I admire about you and I'm also adapting from you so thank you for that thank you thank you thank you trying my best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the next question is what do you do when you're not podcasting tell us a little bit like about like the things that you do for leisure work everything I think for both of us that's such a tricky question because it's about five million things basically for me right now my key work project that I absolutely love is my book club. I started Susiga Book Club uh, three years ago and it's still running strong and I absolutely love working with it, creating that community. Um, I'm also very strongly involved in the expert community here in Bombay. Yep. It's something that helped me a lot in the beginning when I came here. Uh, in the end, it's how I met you. So. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's 
basically uh, what I feel is that it's my time to give back now. I've been here for so long and it's my chance to uh, give back to the community and help those who are coming here now. Uh, and then obviously I'm a mother of an eight-year-old daughter and that is something that... Uh... That's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of work and a lot of leisure. <laughs> yeah, one way or another that just takes time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how about you? So, oh my God, like I do way too many things. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, like I have been thinking about it because the thing is I'm passionate about all of them. So I just have to live with the fact that I always have a running to-do list. I never have enough time in my day. So business-wise, like my main thing is that I run a marketing agency called Dreamers and Creators. Um, spoiler, I'm going to like link it in the show notes. <laughs> Please go to social media, hit us up, like, uh, like follow follow my page, um, support a small business run by a woman. Um, but I also, and a lot of you would know that about me, like I'm totally passionate about football. Um, I am a semi-professional footballer. I play at Young Guns FC. In fact, I'm even the captain of the team, like very, very honored to like lead the team and and like I have amazing teammates over there but I'm (laughs) again like you could totally follow my team and like uh, come for our next game and and watch us live in action but also one thing um, similar to what you said right for me also like the idea of giving back um, is very important so I am also involved in the Mumbai Football Association I'm part of the women's committee um, trying to grow women's football in Mumbai as a whole, um, build better structures and so on. And I'm also an ambassador of Mumbai City FC, which is the ISL club in Mumbai. And despite the fact that all of that would already fill up (laughs) my time, I do love so many, there's so many amazing social impact initiatives in the city and I try to support them. Like there's Love Your Parks Mumbai, which like focuses on public spaces, parks in Mumbai and making them more accessible, really passionate about that. And then when I do have a little bit of free time, I love, obviously Taj Mahal Tea House was already mentioned, but I love to just go explore places, go to cafes, check out art, um, whether it's in a gallery or it's street art and like so many other things. I just love being active. That's yeah. that's for sure. And if you could choose a completely new career path, if you would have to give up everything you've done so far, what would you do now? Wow. I think, if I would go back to college, I would probably either study like IT and machine learning and 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 stuff like that, like more on the tech side of things, because okay. uh, obviously like it, it plays a very big role in our lives and will continue to grow. And I think it's very important to make sure that like there's a diverse group of people who develop, whether it's like artificial intelligence uh, or whatever it is, right? In the end of the day, we are a very diverse group of people on this planet and we should never give, like the more powerful technology becomes, the more important it is that we have a diverse group of people um, working in that field. And I think also like you can use technology to push social initiatives and and like uh, whether it's values in, in terms of like freedom, democracy and all of that. So either that or I would go into like the city planning urban development side of That's side what of I was waiting for. Yeah, years. because, but actually, funny enough, like the same reasons, because I think really like as city planners, um, urban developers, you have, there's so much power in how you design public spaces, right? Like, for example, if you create a, a public area, which doesn't have lights, um, most likely people won't use that space at night, right? But if you if you put up lights, you make sure that like you have play areas for kids, but also like, for example, 
benches for elderlies to sit. You make it a much more inclusive, uh, inclusive space. The way like whether you have a street for cars or you have like a cycle path or whatever it is. So like I think that would be like the other thing I'm really passionate about. So either either of the two. What yeah. about you? Same. I was thinking as well school. Many things that I'm interested in. Um, obviously it's like books have always been something in my life and I have been thinking about it I might just go back to actually study literature <laughs> yes that was something that I never considered but now I probably would and the other thing is actually uh, sort of international relations or something like that mm. I really find that a fascinating topic there is uh, some fantastic people who are working as diplomats and I think if it's done right it can really make a huge difference in it can change you know, the world yeah it can change the world the relationship between countries etc and i think that's man that's important <laughs> it is it is and again like i think it's so important that like we have diverse people in in, in that um yeah. surrounding as well right yeah interesting what about your top three podcasts damn what a question i mean i mean oh, obviously <laughs> ours <laughs> so quite frankly i have i could have chosen three book podcasts but I thought that I go a bit more diverse and um, one sort of podcast that I love to listen to for news uh, purposes is uh, anything that the economist brings out I think they're doing an amazing job very diverse in terms of the f fields that they're looking at and yeah. the countries not just America not just the Europe Western, yeah. yeah very very interesting and also the way they're looking at it not just you know the, the same news you're getting everywhere so I love what they do the other thing is uh, there's a lovely podcast. One one other passion of mine is history. And there's a podcast called The Rest is History. And it's with Tom Holland and Dominic Sandberg. And these guys do an amazing job of really taking historical events and people, etc. Historically, but also absolutely funny way. Like Yes, I remember you, you have actually mentioned that podcast to me. I, I Probably a couple of times. <laughs> if you're out there, you want to give it a try. Start with the episode on Alexander. Alexander the Great is just hilarious. We will like I listen to that probably every other week. And <laughs> last but not least, it is a book. I had to bring one book in, and uh, I really love it. It's actually called. It used to be called By the Book, and mm -hmm. they recently changed it to How to Be Fine. It's two women. Actually, what I really loved, uh, they're I think in their forties and fifties. So I really love that that it's not just uh, young people bringing out podcasts. When they started, they basically took um, sort of self-help books mm. and lived by those books for two weeks. And they made their podcast about their experience. Oh, the experience of, of yes, oh, living on that self-help advice and seeing if that makes any difference. So mm. I, really, I really love that. How about you? So I have obviously three podcasts. I'll start with my third, okay. which is a guilty pleasure, but I love it. It's called Girls on the Go. It's two New Yorker influencers. And it's for me, it's like the podcast version of like Sex and the City. They're just like talking all things lifestyle, beauty, fashion. It's a weekly thing. Sometimes a little superficial for my taste, but rather than like watching like some random show, I just love listening to their gossip. So that's definitely, it's a very girly, pinkish, fashionable type of podcast. The other one is my second favorite podcast called Baby God Business, which is a business podcast from Germany, actually. Oh. So it's an agency owner who talks, like, who always invites guests um, on, onto the show. And she talks about all things marketing, business. Nice. Um, so obviously, um, I'm going to love it. <laughs> um, and then my favorite podcast, any guesses? <laughs> I see this coming. <laughs> it's called Fast and Curious, and it's like my 
Oh my God, I'm such a fan girl. Like Verena Pauster and Leah Sophie Kramer, two German power women. One of them owns a football club. They're both uh, startup founders. One of them is politically very interested. They are like, they're investing in startups and they do this weekly show, which is amazing. They pick up different topics from business, politics, society, anything, and just like really do like a deep dive with data experience. Uh, it's just fantastic. It's obviously it's not news, but it, it's, it's really educational. Guys, if you ever have spoken to Brenda for, let's say, more than a minute, you probably have heard about this podcast. <laughs> I love it. I love, love, love that podcast. And because actually, so there are a lot of interesting studies uh, or like data about podcasts that like a lot of business or science related podcasts are run by men. And most of the lifestyle related podcasts are by women. Mm. And these two girls, like or women, just like said okay we don't have a female voice in german news business um and, yeah and we need that yeah so love 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 them second last question and i love this question oh my god what would you do with one million dollar yeah so i know so Book shopping i actually very interestingly i was working uh with uh, teenagers for a while and we had the same question for them and i was so impressed because one of them had like a whole investment plan down teenager that guy was like 30 or 14 okay had a whole investment plan how much percent would go into what kind of investment i was like floored by that answer so i actually, so what is, what is your investment plan <laughs> so my plan no, I would actually, I would invest a part of it and I would probably part of that investment would go into investing into somebody who knows how to invest <laughs> just to make sure that it goes right. I probably would take my family uh, for Christmas to Berlin because uh, we haven't actually been home to like my home mm -hmm. uh, during Christmas forever, mainly because it's bloody cold and we don't, we don't <laughs> have any clothes for that weather. But uh, I think that would be just for my daughter to experience Christmas uh, in Germany. I think that would be really, really cool. That's true. Yeah. Not something that I could not achieve otherwise. It's just something that, you know, yeah, you just choose. spoil yourself a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Yes, I probably would take my daughter and me book shopping. I think that would <laughs> have to be part of it. Half the million is gone. <laughs> Um, and since we are getting our books, I would buy something for my husband that I can't mention right now because his birthday is coming up and uh, that's probably going to be a birthday gift. So uh, you will see. <laughs> nice, nice. So Victor, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> you will see. <laughs> How about you, Brenna? Okay, I don't have an investment plan ready, but I know I would create a foundation and use the money basically invest that one million minus a little bit so i would take a little bit money out to spoil myself and like travel the world not in the sense that i want to do like a world travel but like go for like cool conferences or like cool events that like concerts maybe a concert <laughs> yes we we're just talking about but basically cool things that like happen outside the country or like happen in different places in the world that yeah if i have the money why not like let me jet set and and go to like uh, a conference on feminist foreign policy in New York for like the weekend and stuff like that. Yeah. But the rest of the money would go into a foundation that works on causes that I just care about a lot. Um, and then like some of it obviously will like refinance other projects, but then also run my own projects and that like whether it's like gender equality, women empowerment, startup funding for like first time entrepreneurs, um, like again, like public spaces. There's so many, so many times where like cities cannot afford or like choose not to afford yeah. to invest or maintain certain things so like private people come in into it 
uh, would love that political education, digital education. I just like, I mean, give me money and I'll do some good. <laughs> <laughs> so what is the next thing that you're really looking forward to other than obviously our podcast? The podcast like the <laughs> most exciting thing that is happening is a podcast. But yeah, like I'm very, very excited for October um, to kick off because it's like the last quarter of the year and I'm just really pumped to level up on so many different levels. Oh, by the way, uh, <clears throat> you know, my goal that like has been postponed in like almost all my goal setting sessions of going to like the gym and, and yes. stuff like that. I actually paid up money for like an athlete uh, fitness uh, class that I'm going to join from uh, in October. But I think really like for me, the, the idea of like leveling up and making sure that like put all my systems into place to like have the best year yet in 2024 is really exciting. And then most likely I'll be in Bangalore in November actually for a conference. Um, it's actually the Indo-German Young Leadership Forum that is going to take place in the beginning of November. Um, so yeah, that's that's something that I'm really looking forward to. What yeah. about you? So very similar in a way. There's lots coming up still and that I'm excited about. But the key thing is something that has been in the cards for quite a while now. And I'm so thrilled that it's actually going to happen now is I'm going to Goa and uh, to actually meet all my book club members there because yes. since I left Goa we had an amazingly uh, like big number of people joining who are actually living in Goa who I have never met in person in before yeah. I absolutely love our community and we're such a fantastic group of people and I cannot wait to get to Goa and uh, actually meet them all we're gonna do uh, tea time together we're gonna have dinner together we're gonna do a book discussion together and wow uh, I cannot wait to go that and... sounds so much fun yeah. amazing I can't wait and if you have noticed and you counted we only answered nine questions yes and there's a reason for it, because the reason is that the 10th question that we're going to answer is going to be your question. You can go onto our social media um, at GT Conversations, comment below one of our posts over there and ask us a question and we make sure we answer it. In the next episode, exactly. Yay. Excited for that. Um, thank you so much. This was the first episode. I hope you um, feel that you got to know us a little more. I hope you're excited for the next uh, episode coming up. Are we going to tell them what we're going to talk about? Well, first of all, we're going to tell them the next episode will be up on Friday, 6th of October. Yes. Everywhere where you listen to podcasts. And yeah, our main topic is going to be something also close to our heart and uh, close to urban planning, which we mentioned as well. We will talk about public transport. Super, super excited. Please tune in and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.